All right, let's go. It's the weekend is here. Sunday 4 is here. How the fuck are you doing? Ant is here. How you feeling, my man? What's going on over there today? Let's get going. I'm feeling great. You know who I'm doing better than? Most, most people. You're doing better than most people from where I'm sitting. I'm doing better than particularly <laughs> the, the curries. Have you, have you looked into this shit? Better than the Currys. The Currys, not Mark Curry. Dell? No. Well, who's doing better than Mark Curry? That's nobody's doing better than Mark Curry. Um, <laughs> wait, wait. Del, is Dell okay? Well, Dell's okay, oh, but... Okay. Oh, you got me worried there for a second. He's got a little bit of marital problems going on. Wait, Del's... And I think we might, we might be to blame. Wait, Dell's got marital problems? Yeah. Oh, so he's not okay. <laughs> oh, well, it depends which way you look at it. Oh, well, what's wrong? What's going on in uh, Curryland? Wow. You're not it. Oh, man. I guess I'm the only one who's following I, this and not Afghanistan. I have not heard. I have not heard. No, I've. <laughs> that is not the case at all. <laughs> but I have not. Heard, what happened? Wait a second. Boone is kicking dirt at the fucking umpire. Uh, that was quick. A bad, call, bad call that went against Gallo. That was quick. He's trying to rev up the team. They've been playing like shit. <laughs> You're going to oh, lose 11 in a row now. I think he just said fucking shit to the umpire. Yeah, it was a bad call. Did he get tossed already? Because that was... Oh, him. yeah. I mean, if he, I mean I, I'm assuming. I never saw the official... Yeah, I didn't see, I, I didn't see any arm motion. He must have dinner reservation someplace in California tonight. That's crazy. <laughs> It was a quick. That was a quick one. He picks odd times to kind of lose it. Yeah, that's the one thing he's oddly good at is uh, ripping umpires. But um, I feel like that's part. He should be good at that. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's not quite Earl Weaver, you know, or Tommy Lasorda, but he's good. It'd probably be my best my best strength as manager would be ripping umpires. Oh, there you go. You and Boone have a lot in common. Just go out and get my money's worth. As it, yes, I, he didn't. I think he did get. He must. Oh no, this is a replay. Sorry. All right. I'm sorry. Where were Where were we? Sorry, Aaron Boone. Animated Aaron Boone distracted us for a second there. Yeah. Well, all right. So Del Curry. I see this story pop up on my Twitter feed maybe yesterday. Okay. So apparently, and this uh, we might be to blame for this. First of all. Sunday because you and me or what like the show? It's a, it's a Sunday poor jinx. I think this might be the worst one we've ever <laughs> committed. <laughs> well, no, I mean we. Yeah, there's the there's the uh, toss by the umpire. Um, and yes, no, because we were like I don't know. It was a month ago, maybe we were talking about Zach Wilson's mom, and I was like, I don't know, Zach. Like, is this, is this broad going to be a problem? You know, is, is her son's playing in New York. Yep. He's going to go through some ups and downs. Yep. First bad game he has, probably going to get booed. Is she going to be all over Instagram or Facebook Live or, you know, Can't I don't know. They're, they're from Utah or whatever. They went to BYU. I don't know. I don't know if they're cut out for this. And the people I used as, like, a model <laughs> example were, like, the Currys. I was like, the only time you see them are at the game. Yes. Where maybe they're wearing a jersey, they're rooting on the sun, they pretend to like Seth too, which is nice. You have to play, you can't play favorites, yep. You have to play a lot. Oh, in public. There you go. There you go. The toss works. 
Oh man, that's a bomb. Eat that five hundred footer. Brilliant, yeah. All right. So uh so yeah, so now the story breaks. Uh and you know, like the only they get a lot of camera time, the Curries, when they're at the games, but like it's you know, Del Curry's next player, the mom's hot. Like, what do you expect? That's that's yeah. just you know the price you pay. Yep. They don't go out of their way. They don't. I don't ever see them on Twitter or anything. So I was like, you know, that's like kind of a way to handle it if you're in the spotlight as a yeah, parent. Yeah. You know, you read like, it on, but it's not about you. Right. It's not like a Levar Ball or like a Matt Williams wife or a, a Kurt Warner wife situation. Ugh. So yeah. Looking for the spotlight. All right. Yep. Bingo. Um, so then I see this and. Uh, Apparently, Dell has, or I don't know exactly who has filed for divorce, but the big D word. Whoa. Yeah. Divorce. The Currys are uh, no more. Steph and Seth come from a broken home now. Oh, man. I don't know if there's going to be a custody battle. They're probably going to both fight over Steph, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. Fight over who? They're gonna fight over who gets sent. Oh yeah, like uh, you, who, who, I was like, all right, who, who's gonna go to Seth's games? Ah, uh, you can go. They're gonna go. They're gonna go there. And Dell's gonna be like, you, okay, so you go to Seth's games. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. Yeah, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. I'm willing to compromise. Oh no, that's I can't believe we did this. It gets better. Oh, it does. Oh, it gets better. Jeez, I thought we were at the end of the line here. Okay. Right. So it was a it was a little bit of a I don't want to say misleading headline. I think my brain kind of read it wrong. I think it was Fox that actually posted this. Fox News of all, all things that posted this article. All headlines are misleading. It's yeah, of course it's clickbait, and of course I clicked on it. Yeah. So it worked. It said ex NFL player, and I read I read ex star NFL player because my brain just went to like. NFL, TMZ. wait, NBA, NFL, ex NFL oh. player. No, I'm sorry, I kind of buried the lead there. It was that Sonia was cheating on him with an ex NFL player. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I, I get confused. I get. I thought. I thought either Fox messed up or you messed up. The, what league he played in? <laughs> Not that. Why well, messed it up? Because I thought. It's, I thought it's an ex star. Ex star NFL player. First guy I thought of was Marcus Allen. <laughs> that's just where my brain went. I thought, oh, it's Marcus Allen. It has his fingerprints all over it. <laughs> I could see that. Um, Luke oh, Pettigrew. Of course. You want to take, I mean, was it Luke Pettigrew? Crack? Was it Luke Pettigrew? Not Luke Pettigrew. No, nope. yeah, close. Yeah, that would have made his week a little better. <laughs> close. Off the yeah. O lineman. Oh, geez. Oh. Orlando Pace. <laughs> Orlando Pace would be great, but no. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you because yeah, yeah. if I gave you if I gave you 500 guesses, you would not guess this. Is guy. it a is it a Raider? That's not Pace, but is it a Raider? Nope. Oh, then I no, I have no guess. It is the immortal <laughs> Stephen Johnson. Stephen Johnson. Like a, you might be asking yourself who Stephen Johnson is because that's what I did. Is he a, wait a second. He's a receiver. He's a tight end. Damn it. All right. <laughs> He's a tight end. For the Houston Oilers. Who played for the New England Patriots Ugh. in 1988. <laughs> Just one year. 
Would you like to hear Steven Johnson's career numbers? <laughs> Are we doing a football reference over-under? <laughs> uh, you want to take an over-under on how many catches he had in his career? It was just one season? Yes. Oh, man. It, uh, I, I don't know. I'll, just, just not even knowing who he is, I'm going to set the over-under of reception of two and a half receptions. One catch for five yards. That's his career. <laughs> oh, it's the under. <laughs> the under hits. He, he could have had an affair with like 10 other more famous Steven Johnsons. Yeah, that's a good point. Stevie yeah. Johnson, the Bills ex-wide receiver. She could have banged him. Yeah, Steve Johnson. If you go- Google, you got to Google this guy just so you put a face to the – like you are not – you're not – gonna believe like when i saw ex nfl player i'm thinking it's gonna be some stud man <laughs> I, i'm thinking it's we're, we're getting like some big name steven johnson you, you're probably gonna have to like be very specific when you when you google steven johnson because this guy is like not oh even no what <laughs> what was here it looks like her accountant i know man oh my god like some shady, like, band manager or something that steals half their money. Yeah. yeah uh, this is weird. His, his picture looks like, it's, like he's a CFO of a company. Yeah. So I haven't really done that big of a deep dive. You know, I have looked into it a little bit. Apparently, um, he is a some, he's not even the head coach. He's like the tight end coach or some, some sort of coach. At Virginia Tech, which is where I, I believe that's where Dell went, and I believe that's no, Seth went to Duke, so it's where Dell went. So they have some sort of connection with Virginia Tech. Okay. Um, and that's uh, yeah, and I, I guess apparently she was living with him at some point, like before they were officially, before the ink was dry. Yeah, you know when they were just kind of separated, and she she lied to him apparently. Yeah. So uh, serious drama in Curryland. I never, I didn't not think we'd see this. No, yeah, we really, we really did it this time. I mean, whenever they showed crowd shots, like Dell kind of looked disinterested in her, but I just always assumed like, ah, it's his wife. He lives with her. He's trying to watch the game. Like, uh, yeah, Dell was but, always like stoic. She'd be cheering, and you could tell he'd just be like, all right, relax. No, I always had that feeling he was, like, locked into the games. Like, he was – I would assume, like, as as a dad, like, you're <laughs> – the nerves are there. Like, you're, you're tight. You know what I mean? Like, you can't do anything, yeah. especially a former player where you used to be on the court and now you're watching your kid your kid or kids play. It's just kind of – you know, you, you're, you can't do anything to – you can't do anything. So, you're just a little bit tight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says, it says that she – it says that he cheated on – her, or at least that's her story, that he cheated on her first. Well, I assume that. I mean, he was a Charlotte Hornet. And she, and she, yes, and she, it comes to the territory. And, uh, <laughs> she, and she started dating this dork at some point after that. I, I mean, I assumed he'd been cheating on her his whole NBA career, and it was something they had already dealt with, and they were, like, better, you know, stronger for it. Yeah, she could have, I mean, Steven Johnson, like, she could have done a lot I mean, does she not realize, like, the, the – guys that she could have pulled like that she could have yeah. i mean maybe this is worse for Dell that it's this guy maybe she knows that's a good point. yeah that's not yeah maybe that's the revenge 
Like if she pulls the uh, Larsa Pippen, Pippen's ex-wife, like she dated, she banged like two rappers or something. Yeah, that's yeah. future. Like that's like okay, like it's a shot to my manhood, but all right, some young stud, like I'm gonna be just fine. Your wife leaves you for, you know, some like tax attorney. <laughs> 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 like, like that, then it's like, oh, that's bad, man. That yeah, is, she, he, uh, doesn't, he, doesn't, he does not look the part, man. She's way too hot for him. Way too hot. It's 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 yeah, it's got to stick. That's got that's got to stick in Dell's side. Yeah, I mean Dell's probably been crushing it for years, you know, yeah. uh, behind her back. But you know, two wrongs don't make a right, Sonia. <laughs> I'm not here to point your fingers, but Sonia, you made a choice. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, not everything does, is not as uh, good as it looks on the surface. Moral of the story. That that actually this reminds me. We had a it was a strange conversation at work today, but uh, this girl I work with, she was talking about how she had, like one time was dating a guy. I started dating a guy like right before Thanksgiving, and she was like, "Oh no, like what have I done?" Like she did not want to get into this relationship, but like yeah. holidays and stuff, she was like, "I can't do anything now." Ended up dumping, like, ended up going through the holidays, pretending she was sick on Valentine's Day, and then dumping, dumping him the week after Valentine's Day. And, and like, we're like, oh, yeah, well, that's pretty bad. But, you know, you, you stuck it out to the holidays, not bad. And this other girl was like, no, 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 no. Her ex-husband was dating, a, was dating a girl. And while she was at the, like, the ex-husband's dad's funeral yeah he that's like the the girl he was dating at that time broke up with him because she was banging his friend um you know just on the side or whatever at the funeral or like during the funeral or something I'm like, like oh, during you, during the actual funeral they were banging or no 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 they like the like the breakup call came <laughs> it was at the funeral or something oh Oh, that's when the actual call came. Yeah, I don't know if it was a. It was a little confusing. So now I'm. Saying, I was a little confused by that, but she. So yeah. she. This, this is was, the girl who was doing the breaking up. Yeah, the 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 right. The girl was banging the dude's friend and broke up with a dude like at his dad's funeral. So oh. funeral the funeral breakup is tough. I mean, that is. Wait, and she left this part out of the story. Who left this part out of the story? Who, who, she's the one who told, who, where did you get this information from? Um, well, like, it's the, it's the ex-husband of the girl I work with. Got dumped. Oh, okay. Ex-husband of the girl. Right, but she oh, was so this like. Happened, this happened to ex-husband. Right, like, she, well, she was, like, she was, like, at the funeral. Like, they had kids together. Like, she was at the funeral. Oh. Um, and, like, this happened. I don't know if it happened, like, on the phone or what, but it happened, like, day of the funeral, basically. Then they weren't married, right? No, they were just, they weren't married at the time, but he was dating another girl. Okay. That's a, t- uh, the tough one. I, the funeral, the funeral, you got to, somebody, you're dating somebody that dies. You got to give it, I don't know what the timeline is, but it's not like six hours. <laughs> this is, I mean, it just sounds like a dilemma that Costanza was, was uh, faced with. Was he ever faced with he had to go to a funeral of someone who he wanted to break up with? I don't know if he wanted to break up with her, but he didn't want to go to the funeral. And 
He didn't want to pay full price for the airfare. Right, okay, because it was like Michigan or something. He didn't want to pay full <laughs> price right. for the airfare. That's the Timmy. That's uh, that's the Timmy one. That's the double dip episode. Double dip episode, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it was a breakup situation or not. But yeah, that's very true. That is, there's definitely a Seinfeldian dilemma. Yeah, a funeral sets you. I mean, a parent too. That sets your breakup back at least a month, I would think. I would think. Yeah, it's really difficult to to navigate those waters. And selfishly, she's probably like, oh, "I was about to make the call. This guy couldn't have hung on for another." On the other hand, if you're banging someone to the side, really, has got to end it right there, right then and there. True. That's a good point too. Because it's even worse to be cheating on the guy while he's in mourning, I guess. Right. So, so you're saying that she did the right thing by making the funeral. Right. But she was right, right. But because she was doing something so wrong, she's the hero in the story. (laughs) I think she made the right decision. We came. I came around on her a little bit. I might have to go back tomorrow, but I have have a case to make for for the girl who dumped your ex husband. (laughs) Yeah, turned into a kangaroo court. Like this isn't over. (laughs) I want to make a case. I want to make a case for this yeah. woman. Yeah, so she was not given a fair trial. Yeah, so it, I guess if if you're if you're faced with those two options, either continue to cheat on the guy while he's in mourning, yeah. or break up with him. I guess just get it over with at that point. But maybe she's thinking like I'm doing it behind his back, out of respect. <laughs> Out of respect for that, yeah, that's possible too. Yeah, like oh, I would have told you, but you know, I I don't want to just. I'm sure people have used that excuse in a marriage. What excuse? Like I was doing it behind your back out of respect. <laughs> well, I don't want you. I don't want you to know. Yeah, I wasn't doing it in the living room in front of the children. Would have been worse if you knew about it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't think that works. It probably doesn't. No, work. I think I know. I don't know. If it worked, everybody throwing at your head. Yeah. If it worked, everybody would be doing it. No, no, I would not advise it. All I'm saying is, <laughs> few people have pulled that out of their uh, ass in the heat of an argument. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not. It's not an obvious thing. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so love is dead because of the curries. Curries are no more. And who knows? Maybe they make it. Maybe they come back. I don't know how you come back from uh, Andrew Johnson banging your wife or this whatever. Seems, Steve Johnson. I don't think it's gonna be fixed. This seems unfixable. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Dell. Yeah, Dell. Yeah, Dell took a hit here. Yeah, Dell took a hit because I again I'll go back to the Pippin comparison. Like Pippin's what? I mean, you remember, you know what Pippin's wife looks like, right? I mean, just yeah. ridiculous. Like, it makes sense that she went for a younger guy. Like, I think Scotty could still show his face. You know what I mean? But when your wife leaves you for that guy, that's, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to come back from. I think he'll be all right. Um, I am interested to see, like, if Dell, you know, how he rebounds. If he, Yeah. I am interested to see. Because, like, Dell's been – it sounds been, like he's been doing all right, even behind his wife's back. But, doesn't like, have this to- is – the I'm first not worried. time he's been single. I'm not worried about Dell. There's nothing to go public for me to be, uh, you know, to be uh, at ease with Dell's situation. I think he's going to be fine. I mean, he's probably fine it, right now. He's doing better than, I mean, he's not doing a fucking podcast. 
with his cousin right now. So no. <laughs> he's doing much better. He'll land on his feet. <laughs> yeah, he will. No offense, by the way. I didn't mean, I didn't mean, no. that, as a, I didn't mean that as an insult. No. Well, I don't know. He could be curled up in the fetal position. I don't know. Doubt it. Doubtful. How long they've been? How long they've been married? I mean, this is like a college sweetheart situation. Yeah, well, they're in their fifties. I think he was like three years older than her when I just looked at it. And yeah, Steph, Steph, Steph's the oldest. He's thirty. What? Thirty-three. Yeah, early thirties. Yeah. So, I mean, it's probably been about twenty, between twenty and twenty-five years. So. No, longer than that. 30 you're thinking 30 like 35 years oh oh yeah these are 30s yeah i don't know when they got married but they've been together for a long time yeah oh yeah the actual marriage thing i don't know i was just more yeah 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 probably yeah probably at least 30 probably more yeah yeah yeah. so that's that 1988 they got married it always uh it always kind of 33 years of marriage that is a fucking run yeah the longer the people are married and the older they are and they get divorced i always wonder like like i i, I kind of i don't understand um i mean i guess i understand <laughs> i understand it all but like if you're younger whatever or if like you're you're late 20 you know or mid 30s and it happens like whatever yeah more you know you you fucked up <laughs> right and I get it. You're going. You're still dating people. You know, thirties like thirty year olds aren't you know over the hill. You know, it's, you're still looking pretty good and stuff. But if like you're in your fifties and sixties, like yeah, slim pickings on the rebound. Yeah, but yeah, but if you're that old, maybe you're just done with relationships and you want to. Maybe you have a boatload of money. You want to travel, or you know, you might you might not be like a case where you want to get back out there and date or get married again. It might be a case of like I'm just done. I just want to be by myself. It's it's fair. I did when I was on vacation. I met a guy that I think was like that. This guy Frank, shit, what was his last? It was something real Italian. Just Frank, like floating around, like traveling by himself. He was like so. The house we were on was on. Uh, I don't know. There's um, it's like a little waterway, and you could dock your boat there. But people uh-huh. would, people would fish off the side. It was it was a public area, you know. Um, not like a main drag, but people can park over the corner and kind of, you know, you get one or two people fishing over there. So yeah. the first night we were there, I was walking around drinking a Utica gold and this guy was just fishing <laughs> off the side there. And ba- basically the story was, is that he lived in his boat like eight or 10 months out of the year or something. Okay. He saw his kid once in a while. Older, Shane Falco. Yeah. Older kid, you know? Um, no mention of a girlfriend. He's like, you see, I'm like, oh, like this, this is a cool hobby, man. You know, you come out here. He's like, hey, better than watch another episode of King of Queens or something, you know? And I guess if that's, <laughs> that's what you're doing, then yeah, it is. Uh, it's a much better option. Yeah, I know. I knew the I, I knew the guy was good. I knew the guy was good people though, because uh, there's there's something up there called Utica Greens. Yeah, and when we, when we went out to dinner, that's that's what I got. I was like, oh, we got it. It's Utica and there's Utica Greens. Like, let me just give it a shot, whatever. So I ordered that. And I was like, oh, I was like, Frank, let me ask you, you know, about the Utica Greens. And he was like, ah, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like, a, it's a green that we grow up here. It's like Shkadol. And uh, it's, I don't know, you could do stuff like that with it. Like you do, like you would do with Shkadol. Uh-huh. And I was like, Frank, I know you're good people, man. You didn't call it Escarole. You called it Shkadol. So, right there. <laughs> 
there. I was, I was, I, I passed knew, the test. I know you was good people, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, can you imagine just living on a boat most of the year? I, I mean, how old is this guy? Fifties? Yeah, I'd say he's fifty. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I tend to be a loner, but at some point, do you become like when you do interact with other people, there's a fine line between being like cool, like a guy was, by himself or a guy who could just linger and like seems lonely. And no, I was could, bothering him. I was the one bothering him. And well, he, I'm not saying Frank. Frank seems to be held, holding it together. You know, yeah. And, well. he was, and, he, and, and believe me, he was very, I mean, he wasn't creepy or anything like that. He was very personable guy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right though. That's true. Like when you become like a weird, like you just forget how to, how to interact with human beings in any kind of normal way. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things that, do you know anybody that when they were younger, or I guess if they're single now, they may have done it, that like did like a, uh, like a, any sort of excursion like that by themselves, like traveled by themselves at all? What do you mean? Is like, like drove across the country by themselves or something? Yeah. Like drove across the country or maybe, I don't know. What do people go overseas to Bangladesh? I don't know. Well, I do know. Like, I, I would never do that, but I do know one kid who went somewhere overseas to speak in Thailand, maybe, and he went over. He went over there to like teach English to like school children, and like ended up yeah. married to a woman over there. And I'm okay, pretty sure he went by himself. <laughs> but but I mean, he's like with somebody's got a family now and stuff. But but he, he initially went by himself. He went at it alone. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Even like all my road trips have been with people. And I know people I'm thinking of, it's always been like with other people. Yeah, I mean, I know like Mike Casino, a friend of the program, drove across the country. Alone? Yeah, he made stops though. And I think he made stops in places where he knew people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he still did it alone, which is like kind of a little cool exhilarating thing like just like you know you're popping into different cities or whatever by yourself get a little local fare i think it's kind of what like jack kerouac did and you know when he did on the road but i think he like he had people in his car occasionally and like for certain stretches he did and it was just popping into people he knew around the country that kind of thing mm-hmm. but yeah it is it, that is cool that's tough though across the country solo is tough yeah but also as very draper-esque very Draper-esque. Yeah. Didn't Chappelle just take off? Was he by himself? Or was he with uh, like Charles Barkley and Urkel? <laughs> I think that's the story, right? When, they, like, somewhere when, he, overseas? When, he, when he canceled Chappelle's show? Yeah. Did he, did he t- where did he go? Didn't he go overseas the, somewhere? To Africa or something, I thought. Yeah, and it helps a lot if you're famous and have a lot of money. You can pull shit like that a, off. Yeah, it's a, yeah, you're not worried about paying for gas. What do you think it would be like disappearing off the grid just for like, let's say a month, no cell phone, nothing. Phenomenal. Probably would be great. Right. I've talked about this. Maybe you have a flip, you have a flip phone for emergencies. I've talked about this before, man. And just like faking your own death is the ultimate fantasy camp. (laughs) It'd be like, it would be phenomenal to give that a shot. I mean, I, I obviously the, that that ship has sailed for me. I, I'm that would with kids and stuff. Like I'm not going to abandon my kids like that. 
But only for a month. That's yeah. And that will let them know, I guess. Yeah, not don't do it during Christmas. <laughs> that's that's the time to do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, just kind of be, oh, just becoming a ghost would be amazing. I think it'll be phenomenal. I really do. Oh, because that's one of the things, man, that, like, I, I miss, and it's not even that long, though. It's in our lifetime, where, like, when you were out, when you were out of the house, yeah, nobody could get in touch with you. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful time. Yeah. You never, you have to make Nobody can get in touch with you, man. Now you could still, you know, make it so they can't get in touch with you, but you have to make the decision constantly. Like, do I want to answer this text? Do I want, you know, Amigos? Oh, you have to fucking make up lies now. Like, oh, I got enough service in there. It's a whole fucking rigmarole. Nah, you know? nah, I don't have to make up lies. No, leave the phone in the car next time. You know, that's what you should start doing. But if you have like a question, like, who led the league in home runs in 1987? You know, was it Andre Dawson or was it, yeah. uh, I don't fucking know. Google. Yeah. That's, that's the best part about it. You just have Google at your disposal. But also, those arguments, there's a case you made that those arguments were more fun when you didn't have Google at your disposal. Because then it's you kind of killed like the barroom argument a little bit. Well, because then it, then it doesn't become an argument because at some point you're like, okay, well, we can't decide. We can't remember who had the league in home runs. But then you're talking about like all the great home run hitters in 1987. And that's, a, that's the conversation. It's not just, I guess you could still do that, right? You're just, but you're looking at a list of the home run leaders. It's not quite as exhilarating. Right. It's just you're fed the conversation by the internet instead of having it from your brain, which is more fun. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. See, because, I mean, the classic one for me is with you, the, the time that, like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it because it makes no sense, but you rallied off, like, 30 years of Stanley Cup champions. Oh, we yeah, need, I couldn't do that again. Well, no, yeah. we, need, we needed the internet to, like, verify it. But you, with no obviously with no phone, they just kind of bang, bang, bang. It kept doing, it. and it was, it was, um, it was an unbelievable <laughs> moment in just, I don't know, degenerate history. I guess you want to say that. Like, yeah. Like, take a plaque for it. That's what would be on the plaque. Yeah, I mean, it was after a big fat blunt too. Yeah, it was no, nice. Again, degenerate history. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I guess we needed the internet for that. So that's the flip side. But you didn't use the internet, so that's like no. both worlds colliding. Where internet, good and bad. See the pros and the cons. Yeah, yeah. It's good. This is good. This is how you use the tools. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. But there is still something to be said about back in the day not being able to. Just nobody could get in touch with you. It's it's, it's a weird. It's a weird. I don't know. It's a weird, just a weird thing to think about. Weird's probably the wrong word, but it's just, I don't know. Dip, just a completely different times. So next time you come to your house, are you going to have a basket at the front door to leave your cell phone? Maybe. You know, I think Jeter does that. Did you read that story one time? I did not. But that might be, I was, that might be so the, like the girls don't, like the girls oh. don't track them to his apartment. Right. Right. But I think he used to do that in, uh, his house in Tampa, just when he would have people over. Oh, okay. Just so no, just... no cell phones, like no pictures, no nothing. I actually, when you're there, Jeter, it's classy. Like yeah. if I do it, it's douchey. 
Well, you can't do it on a football Sunday, though. You, no. couldn't, you couldn't do it on football Sunday. You just couldn't. But you need no. your phone. That's that's like the main reason. Like we've t- this has been mentioned before, but like the main reason I keep my phone is for sports mm-hmm. and fantasy. Fantasy is a big one. F- fantasy, it's it, it is uh, when very time. Yeah, a lot of a lot of time spent on fantasy apps. When I think about getting rid of the smartphone, that's what stops me every time. I uh, yeah, I'm trying to think like I do yeah because you can live without like Twitter. Don't need it. It's a waste of time. Yeah, most of the stuff you can kind of live without, I guess. Like score, getting scores. Score nice, like getting Yankee updates. But I mean, a lot of times you're watching the game. But that, if you really if you really do that, you want to like watch. Right, though the updates are nice, but I mean you could always go back and just put it on your computer, check it out. True, but you could you could also you could also up you know up go update your fantasy team through a computer. I mean that's what I do. Like I, a lot of what I you know, yeah, I, I like I, mean, I like doing it in front of a desktop for fantasy, but it's just the phone is more just if I'm not in front of a yeah. I do I do both. Yeah, I do both. But if it's like yeah, so, six, if it's like for baseball, if it's like six fifty, or if it's even football, if it's like ten of one, you want to do a quick check, be sure there's no injuries, change them out. Like what if, what if I set my lineup in the morning, I go to your house, no phone, yeah, and then I see bottom of the screen like my starting tight end is hurt, like late scratch or whatever, I got to jump in on a phone. What am I gonna do? You need, need the phone in that case. Basically, it's for the it's for the Stevie Johnsons of the world. I need to fucking keep my phone. Steve Stevie Johnson is ruining everything. Fucking Johnson, <laughs> Steven Johnson. He's even got a square oh, Steve, name. Steve. Steven, a square name. He's, he's a, <laughs> that is as square as it gets, man. Was it was it, it, was it P H or V? The PH v. V. Oh, it's a V. You well, know, I don't know. You can't. You can't. It's still, like, just drop the Steve. Drop the N. Just give me a Steve. Yeah. Doctor Steven Johnson. He's definitely not a doctor. I don't know what this guy's doing. This guy doesn't even have like he a Wikipedia. He might be a pharmacist. That's funny. <laughs> he looks like he, he could wear a white lab coat. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. What? What? What a knock. Yeah, everyone has a Wikipedia page. Stevie Johnson could be played by Timothy Stack in the movie Better Than Life. He could be, and it would be an upgrade. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It would be a huge upgrade. It would be like when Brad Pitt played uh, Billy B. Moneyball, yeah. It would be that big of an upgrade. Yeah. I mean, this guy had (laughs) no credits. I don't understand how... What is, I mean, that's a hell of a job. You really should be like giving him credit, but also, um, I, what I'm, is on she Del, doing? I'm on Dell's side. I want to know if that for that catch you had was for a first down or not. I'm gonna say no way. <laughs> if it was for a first down, it was like 42 to seven. You know, Packers. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Good point. And it was in garbage time, and it was the back. It was like Tony Eason, that quarterback. Wasn't even the starter. I think he still has the ball on his mantle. Oh, man. He probably – how many times has he told that story? 
<laughs> it's probably, probably got her in bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Oh man, I'm I'm re I'm reading now. She she if she's living in Tennessee with him, that she would not be entitled to alimony. Alimony is the biggest like crock of shit. Women are not gonna like that. You still do alimony? Yeah, it's a Bill Burr bit, isn't it? It is. Like child yeah. support makes sense. Children involved. Just paying a woman because she's used to a certain lifestyle seems a little ridiculous. Man. That is extremely ridiculous. It is. Yeah. And I have heard a couple rare cases where the woman pays the guy alimony. Which, oh. if you're a man, how do you accept that? I mean, that's just uh, humiliating. Just like, they, <laughs> just, just like they accept it. They don't think right. it's, it's about it. Hey, it's the law. What can I do? I didn't want to take this money, but it's the law. True. Who am I? Constitution. Just say Constitution. That's all you have to say. Yeah. Like, ah, you know, Ben Franklin, Jefferson, like, this is the, the way they wanted it. The founding fathers wanted it. Yeah. They had me in mind in 17, uh, whatever. Seventy-six, five, four. <laughs> I mean, the ideas were the ideas were floating ruined, around. Ruined, in seventy yeah. to seventy-four. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It was the Constitution at, that that Constitution was after the Declaration of Independence, though. Oh, see, I'm glad we have the internet now because uh, this is an embarrassing conversation to have. I don't know, seventeen seventy-six. I, I don't really like, care. I mean, the Constitution. Oh, it was 1776, wasn't it? Philadelphia, Liberty Bell, George Washington, Constitution, Independence Day, all of it, 1776. Is it? I don't know. That's in my mind. What year was the Constitution written? 1787. 11 11 years. How the hell did we survive 11 years without the Constitution? It was anarchy. Seems ridiculous. No Bill of Rights? You think people would know that? You think people would know the year? No fucking shot. No way. That's a year I've never heard before, 1787. It says on September 17th. Ooh, anniversary's coming up. September 17th, 1787. 39 of the 55 delegates signed the new document with many of those who refused to sign, objecting to the lack of a Bill of Rights. That's At man. least one delegate refused to sign because the Constitution codified and protected slavery and the slave trade. Oh, so there was one good guy out there. Yeah, slavery is bad. They didn't name him? No. I guess not. Oh, well, let's like, see. Maybe... Seems like bullshit to me if they didn't really name him. At least yeah, one. so I'm, go- I'm going by Google here. It says Declaration of Independence was written in 1776. And it was a list of grievances against the King of England intended to justify separation from British rule. The Constitution was written and signed in 1787. So 11 years. There you go. Fuck the, fuck the Queen. That's it. That's it. Nice job. And one guy didn't want slavery. There was one. <laughs> one, guy about, like, one, one guy had second thoughts. It took some balls, no? Oh, yeah. Then, yeah. Then, definitely did. Yeah. I mean, I can't, uh, yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows if you would have been that guy? Like, I would have been like, eh. 
don't know. It's not the cool thing to do. If I know it's wrong. I like to think that would be that guy. But, I mean, it's different I mean, who knows what's going to happen to you if you speak up about that? Yeah. They might look at you as a fucking I can't, you know, witch. They might you know, burn you at the stake for I, coming I, up with a ridiculous idea like that. I can't even put myself in somebody's shoes like that because I don't think at a time I've ever been in that kind of position before to be like, hey, do you want to be on this? There's slavery involved. Yes or no? I don't think they ever asked the time for his opinion on that. Times are hardworking people, you know, masons, you know, bricklayers, electricians, and shit like that. Like they're very hardworking people, you know. They're they're not. They're, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna let that guy do that hard work for free. Like, I don't think so. It's not. It's not right. Pay that motherfucker. Come on, man. He's working right. for that over there. Yeah, gotta have some principles. It's, see, and this is this is all like this is not a time problem. So don't try and put your. Don't try and put yourself into those people's shoes because those are the scumbags who did it. Not not the Italians. Right. No, yeah, they were like a different breed of white. They were yeah. very, very white. I mean, they used to wear white wigs. They loved oh, they man. loved it. What they used to call And they had a party named after the wig party. The wig party, yeah. What are those wigs called? Uh, I don't know. I there was something. Yeah, the Whig Party didn't really last, though. I think there was like four presidents in a row, and then they kind of got rid of it. That was it. Goodbye, Whigs. Short-lived party. And it wasn't even like the George Washingtons. It was like the John Tyler's and the James Polk's. Those were the Whigs. Polk. Got out of here, Polk. What did James Polk ever do? He killed a party. He did. He did. He may have been the last Whig. (laughs) <laughs> him or uh, him or Zachary Taylor, I don't know. The last wig standing. Yeah. The hell did the wig part even stand for? I'm sure if you really look into it, you'd find you'd find uh, some comparisons to both parties today. Like, oh, this is they're the father of this party or the father of this party, depending on whatever whatever you wanted to nitpick. Sounds like. I mean, I I think just like wig on top of your head. That's it. Yeah, we just just <laughs> no natural hair. It's a fucking drag queen party. That's all they stood. For. <laughs> yes, there's the early pride, early pride party. See, this is what Google's for. This is what it, it's killed. It's I, I Google wig party. And one of the thing, what first thing that pops up is what was the wig party and what did they believe? They believed in a strong federal government, similar to the Federalist Party, which was uh, Federalist. I'm pretty sure it was George Washington. Okay. Uh, the federal government must provide its citizenry, it's a mouthful, with a transportation infrastructure to assist economic development. Many Whigs also called for government support of business through tariffs. That just sounds like a bunch of hot air, really. Yeah. <laughs> the founder of the Whig Party, Henry Clay, are you familiar with him? No. Hank Clay? Yeah, me, me neither. I was hoping you were. I do not know Hank Clay. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, not that interesting. All right. I got I to gotta ask you a question. Do you know this advertisement with Aaron? What's his name? Aaron Paul? Aaron give him, Paul. Give him Breaking Bad. I had the right name there. 
Oh, I was going to say uh, the boxer kid. No, Aaron Paul is the – yeah, Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. You see the commercial with him for uh, – I don't know. Is it DraftKings? Mm. It might be. I, I could picture him in a – is it old or new? It's been – it's still on now. It's, probably, it's been around for a while, though. It might be the worst commercial I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's the worst script. And, you know, it's nothing against Pinkman. I love – we love Pinkman, big Pinkman guy. Uh, everybody, everybody loves Jesse Pinkman. You know, he, he got a little bit of a – he got a little bit of a free pass for some heinous shit he did. Like in real life? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'm talking about oh. in the show. Yeah, everybody just loved him, whatever, for every reason. Killed Gail Bedecker. I mean, he was a gangster. That's what you do. Right. He's just as bad yeah. as Heisenberg. That's my yeah. point. Gail was a gangster, too. He worshipped a gangster. Like, you want to live that life, Gail? There's a bullet in your face. Yeah, he did. He, he got it. Yeah, he's giving him presents and shit, singing him tunes. Like, fucking so, yeah, signing a poetry book, a Walt Whitman poetry book. That yeah, was really weird. Yeah, it's, it's that, that's what should have got him killed. Like, what do you think if you gave a poetry book to Pablo Escobar with your signature oh. dead the next day? Yeah, as soon as you're yeah. done making that batch, that's it. Yeah. Fucking hey, man. You're sleeping with the hippos down there, whatever the fuck they do. Uh, yeah, so the um, – but the whole script is just him. There's like a bunch of numbers and statistics, like, whizzing around his, his head and shit. And he's just like – he says something like along the lines of uh, if you're not a member of the world's most popular sports betting site, you have to ask yourself – why are you not a member of the world's most popular sports betting site? <laughs> and like, every time, I'm like, this is... It's a fucking riddle. <laughs> you know, it's, like a, it's a riddle wrapped in uh, enigma, wrapped in like, whatever the fuck. Yeah. It is, it's maybe the laziest bit of copy I've ever heard in my life. I, I, I feel like... Also, it, he's not the guy to deliver that line. Like, someone else, a lot cooler, has to make that, deliver that line. Uh, he, could, he could be a spokesman for DraftKings, I think, but the, the, you got to make, you gotta give him something to work with, though. Who could deliver a line like that? Let John Ham. Let me hear you say the line. I can't deliver it. I'm not... No, I'm, I just gave me, you John Hamm, John. All right, what's the line? What's the well, line? Well, you could you go off your top, you know, just, you know, make it yours, obviously. You know, feel free okay. to... Go off book a little bit, but it's basically saying if you're not a member of the world's most popular sports betting site, why are you not a member? Why are you not a member of the world's most popular sports betting site? Okay, it's it's the same line just with a different setup both times. It's tough, stupid. All right, let's see. Can you? I I know I botched it, but maybe you can. Can you do better than Pikmin? If you're not a member of the world's most popular betting site, you have to ask yourself. Why aren't you a member of the world's most popular betting site? <laughs> I did it like in Chris Walken style. I, de- I didn't feel that was Walken. That was more, uh, what's his name? Well, I, I didn't try and do Walken's voice. It was more like his uh, cadence. I, I, I can't do Walken. That felt more like the guy from uh, Star Trek. What's his name? Spock? No, that's Spock. Uh, I, I don't know who he was in Star Trek. You know what I'm talking about. Zulu? No. You think oh, Shatner. Shatner. Yeah, we said William Shatner. Yeah, thank you. That was more Shatner than Walker. That was probably more Shatner. Yeah, that was more Shatner. <laughs> it was more Shatner. So, okay, so Shatner should be doing DraftKings. 
There it is. That's the answer. You should definitely, yeah. Shatner. See, sometimes you got to talk it. things out and you yeah. get to the, you get to the issue. Well, well, you, could, you could ask Walk and he'll tell you no, but you have a really good chance of getting Shatner. <laughs> Shatner's your plan B. Yeah. No, he's really your plan A, but like, you know, you're, you're, you're shooting for the stars with, with Walken. Well, yeah, it's good to have goals. Yeah. Walken. Yeah. yeah you're not going to get Walken. Right. There's no chance, but uh, there you go. All right. Good job. And Plan C is like Frank Caliendo doing Shat. <laughs> would probably that's probably for, still better than Pinkman. It would probably do it for cheaper. Yeah, yeah, I love Pinkman, man. But uh, and I didn't like Pinkman early on in Breaking Bad. He was, he was an annoying character early on. And then he became like a sympathetic figure. As, as well, yeah, it was. It was. They both like kind of cross paths. Like Walter White starts off as this like innocent family man, chemistry teacher, you right, know, right. in his tidy whiteies, like got cancer you know i mean you're like you're rooting for this guy pinkman's a criminal the first time you see him isn't he diving into somebody's window isn't he banging the girl next door or something i, I forget but he's a criminal basically oh, right geez. out of the gate yeah running out the window yep yep wearing baggy clothes with a beanie hat or something you're like ugh, who is this fucking goofball and he's always saying and then, uh he's always saying bro and uh, yo yeah, he, yo, yo he likes dropping that yo yeah and, and then, then Walter White, you know, goes on the downslope, becomes a monster, and yep. Pinkman somehow goes on the rise Redemption as this story, like yeah, yeah as a as a guy you root for, sympathetic figure. My my thing has always been though, like Pinkman was there the whole way. He was just he was just as much of a villain as Walter White. Well maybe I mean Walter White like poisoned the kid, but he lived. Brock. Yeah, but yeah. It wasn't poison, right? It was just to kind of well, scare him. Yeah, or? it was kind of. Po- oh, he, he. I mean, he had to go to the ICU, I think. Right, but it was just a like if they didn't go, I think he was still recovered, right? No. Mm, I don't. I don't know. Mm. I don't know the level of poison. Listen, he was in a war. All right. Who? Uh, Walter White. He was in a. Oh, he, he was. was yeah. yeah. So I thought you were like Vietnam. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's in a war. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm in a drug war, yeah. I, mean, I don't he think was, Walter White was uh, in Korea. He didn't have PTSD or anything, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that, be hard to see that again. and just If it, if it bothers you, let me know. It, it always fucking bothers me. It's such a stupid commercial. No, I, def- I know what you're talking about. It's been around a little bit. I just, I always tune out. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I know, the, I know the commercial though. Yeah, it's kind of dark. Yeah, yeah it's like dark, a, it looks. It looks like he's got uh, the New York Stock Exchange ticker yeah. going around him. Ugh, yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm. It's and it's fantasy. It's it's that stuff. I don't even. I don't get into any of that. So I don't think so. I think I don't think it's just that. I think it's also like regular sports betting too. Is that not oh, DraftKings? Okay. Maybe I had the wrong company. But. I don't know. DraftKings, I just assume, is like you set a fantasy lineup and you compete with everyone else yeah. in the world. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know. I think our generation may have missed on that. Or we're, or we're just not into it. Or I think we're, we're squares like I Steven Johnson. I know people who do that, like our age. Really? A little bit older, yeah. Yeah, the daily fantasy stuff. Yeah, it's not I for could, me. Ne- I could never. I, it's... It's enough work being in a fantasy league or two. Yeah, you got to do, do a draft every day. It's crazy. Right, you got to really like be like like fantasy or gambling. 
or just not want to get or like gambling in a certain way. Like I, I know, I know I'm donating money if I'm picking a team today. If I'm like putting ten bucks down and I'm picking five players, like I know I'm not going to pick the right five players. Yeah, I also just don't find it that fun. I'd rather like the bet. whole point of a fantasy league is like you're competing as people you know and you yeah. talk shit and there's a champion at the end of it. But following players too, like you, you know, you're in, invested in certain players and teams because of because of those. Uh, I guess it's the same thing for the daily stuff because if you like, you have no reason to watch the Giants and the Mets tonight, and you pick up I don't know like Javi Baez and Chris Bryant, like all right, I'll watch I'll watch this game. Yeah, but that's a, that's a fantasy league you're in, though. I mean, that's my point. Like, no, 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 no. You're, no, no. you're not saying, doing but, daily fantasy. No, but if you do a daily fantasy and you're like, all right, well, it's and you're sitting around. Let's say you're this loner, lives on a boat, looking for some excitement during the night. You do right. a daily, you do a daily fantasy. You're like, all right, now I got I got something riding on this. It's something. It's nothing, but you know, it's something. Okay. Let's see what I got. Let's see what I can do. But I guess, you know, just better. Oh, that. yeah. I'm yeah. not knocking people to do it. It's just not. No, no. No, I'm just trying, trying to find the uh, the appeal to it. No, I'm not, not at all knocking anybody that does it. But Yeah, I, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, just bet on a game. Right. I'd much rather just have, be invested in a game, point spread. Yeah. Yeah. Rooting for a player when you're, like, inside the 10-yard line. Yeah, it's I, I don't it's I don't like doing that one. It's like regular fantasy, right? It's got to be playoffs. Yeah, let's uh let's put let's put a let's put the kibosh on people. Yeah, it's got to be the playoffs for sure. Let's put a kibosh on people cheering for touchdowns for their fantasy players, like in mixed company. Nice. Let's yeah. I'm, let's let's yeah. Let's uh, like write our own constitution of when it's okay to chair. In October, I don't want to hear that you need DeAndre Hopkins to catch a touchdown pass, especially if it's like one o'clock on a Sunday. It's like oh, quarter yeah. after one. <laughs> game. The game hasn't even your fantasy matchup hasn't even gotten going. Yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Monday night football, I could I could at least live with because the game might be hanging in the balance. No, no, no. Okay, no, no, I'm trying no. to amend the constitution. All right. No, I don't think so. I don't want to hear it on Monday Night Football. Nope. Because on Monday, so, night, Monday so night, playoffs only. Uh, to what extent? Like, didn't say I need DeAndre Hopkins to score a touchdown. Like, every, at that point, everybody should know. Uh, True. If it's playoffs, want, you're out. You're in front and center. Like if I'm, knows. like if I'm with you, like I'll probably know that you're in the championship of another, like another league. Let's say. Yeah. I could ask, but I mean, I don't really give a shit. Like, everybody else's fucking team is not in the fucking finals. What are you bothering with it for? I don't want to hear about your. Like, fantasy should be like the mafia. Just let's, let's not talk about it. Like, Fight Club. Yeah. We don't talk about it. <laughs> All right. Oh, we had the one Sunday, Sunday at 115. <laughs> Sunday at 115 is tough when, yeah. when you're rooting for guys. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so what would you do, though? Like, if you had, oh, let's say, four after 4 o'clock in the playoffs. I'll give you that. You're in the playoffs. After 4 o'clock in the playoffs. Okay. So you're de- really down to the nitty-gritty of these games. Or maybe after halftime of the 4 o'clock. 
See, I'm keep, I keep pushing. I keep pushing. I know you're really pushing it back. Um, I mean, I've I've sat there. I don't know if I've ever been with like a group of people when I was playing in a championship game, but I've been with. I, one year, I was with the kid I was playing in the championship, and it was great because I was sw- Mikey Casino. I was slaughtering him oh, with well, like nice. a couple backup guys, <laughs> and he walked out of my house. <laughs> um. Okay, and we were like, I don't know, we were we were going back and forth, but like it was the championship. If it was a you know some regular season game, then no, I don't think we would have really been mixing it up that much. Yeah, it's it's also different, you know. And also, if you're with like your league or the majority of people there, your league, I think you probably throw these out the window a little bit because that's a little different because you might have like matchups going on, a little shit talking, you know. I well, if it's like if you're talking about like the championship. No, no, I'm talking about regular season. Like, oh, okay. like a little shit talking. Like, I don't want to discourage any shit talking amongst league members. You just want to discourage like fist pumping, or not yeah. even fist pumping. Like, yeah, if the team's in the red zone, like, come Mark, on, go, throw it to Mark Andrews. I don't know if Mark Andrews gets a touchdown in like your other league. I don't want to hear about it. I don't care. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, six points for Mark Andrews. Yeah, I, have, I, I, got, I got him on three of my seven teams. I'm in my. It's in my cousin's work league. I'm in that in his work league, and I have him there. And it's PPR. Hey, you want to see? You want to <laughs> see my team? Want to see my team? Look. <laughs> oh God, Russ! You picture your kids. <laughs> don't give me don't don't give me a rundown of your team. Come on. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, when did that become a thing? Show people your. T- I think it's. I, I think uh, somebody at work came to me, showed me his team today, and I think it's really oh. for. Did, did you slaughter him for drafting too early? Uh, no, because I was like, Still one draft- more preseason game. He drafted yesterday. We usually we usually draft this weekend, right? But that's out of the that's out of the question this year. Oh right, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, no, I think for him because he's like an older guy, and I think. He's not as invested in football as he thinks I am, so he comes to me just to kind of make conversation and see if I give him the stamp of approval. Uh, uh, he, you, uh, you gave him a thumbs up? No, thankfully that interrupted, and my boss needed to talk to me about actual work, so uh, it was – we just went that – I just had to excuse myself, so that was nice. But yeah. Like, but he had Mahomes. I'm going to say Mahomes is a bad pick. I'm like, yeah, good pick. Mahomes is a good player. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that guy stinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Dalvin Cook and Mahomes. Like, yeah, what am I going to say? Those are two players that could be good if they don't get hurt. Or, right. you know, if the Vikings aren't playing from 17 down every week. Is it as, what, is it as bad? Is, is talk about your fantasy team worse or, like, talking about your bracket during, like, the first slate of oh, – the bra- Oh, man. The bracket's bad, bro. The bracket could be bad. The back, yeah, because we know you don't. Yeah, but you know what though? The thing about the bracket though is, I could see like, let's say it's. I remember I had Arkansas winning it all my bracket this year. Yeah, and they were playing like one of the first games, mm-hmm. and not that I would, not that I would ever do this, but like I was, I was rooting for them a little bit harder than I normally would in a three versus fourteen matchup, whatever it was, when they were down like twenty in that game and making a comeback. So, like, I can understand rooting for your champion. It's the people who kind of go a little too nuts for uh, 
you know, like the eight nine matchup when they had the team winning one oh, yeah. game. Yeah, just yeah. You don't want to hang on one second. I gotta. Oh yeah, professional. I was a little sneeze action there. How'd I do? Not bad. I didn't. I didn't catch any of it. Perfect. Um, um, but no, you're right. But I guess yeah, people bringing up their final fours and shit. That could be a little. I still think fancy teams worse. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want somebody that I know has to watch a single college basketball game tell me they picked an upset in the first round. Yeah, that's true, too. That's bad. At least I know you're watching the football games for the most part. You're watching at least Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night, you know? Yeah, it's football. It's easier to follow. It's once a week, so you're probably following it. But Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of fantasy football people who know dick about football, yeah, too. And they true. just know... Yeah. What about the fantasy football player who's just a fantasy football player doesn't even have a team? That guy too stinks. Oh, does he have a, does he have a favorite like football team? Doesn't That's, have a football team. I don't know if I know anybody like that. Mm, yeah, I don't know. There's probably a few. If we really dug, we we could find someone. There's something about the tournament that I think is worse. Oh, okay. It's a hot take. I don't know. I don't know if it's a hot. I don't Maybe know. Maybe because it's cause... fantasy football season, like upon us, so it's fresh in my head. But go ahead, make a case for the tournament because I could see it. But I mean, it's such a crapshoot, especially like that first weekend. Oh, yeah. Everybody, everybody's got a lot. Like, there's a lot of games to pick from. We're all gonna have a lot of games right, so you're gonna have something that's maybe crazy that that hits. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it doesn't mean anything. Like you can have your bracket busted early. Yeah, I've, I've I've done it all the time. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not going win early though. No, you're not gonna win early. You're just gonna and, survive. And when you when you picked an upset, you didn't pick it because you had some secret intelligence that you knew was gonna. <laughs> you're just like, oh yeah, well. No, they they like, person couldn't name anybody on either team. Yeah, like yeah. this is gonna right. This is there's always upsets, so I'm gonna pick this one, right? Yeah, it's not like. Nothing special. You just took a shot. And you got lucky. That's all it is. Yeah, and I guess you do have like every every office in America has like the bracket yeah. pool. So everybody it's a hot at topic least, of conversation. More so than football. At least with football. Like I know people watch the shows, read the articles, listen to the podcast. They have some knowledge about it. We even just read the paper or whatever. Like, they have some idea of it. Josh Harrison just sorry. Josh Harrison just filed a pitch off of his leg right there. My prediction is they're going to show the highlight of Jermaine Dye. Oh, I don't want to see the Dye one. The Dye one. That was twenty years ago in the playoffs. They're going to. They're definitely going to show that. Oh yeah. That's my prediction. That was. I believe that was the O one ALDS. Kay's talking about it right now, like a doofus. Is Kay there? Is Kay out west? Did he make the trip? Uh, no, he's in New York. But I I guarantee you, he's talking about it. The die highlight's got to be coming. Look Here back. We go. There it is. Here we go. On cue. Oh, El Duque. I had, it, I had to interrupt you just because El Duque. I knew that was coming. That was game four, I, I'm going to guess. Oh, I like Jermaine Die, man. That was tough. Yeah. He's a good ball Jermaine, player. Jermaine live and let die. He came up with uh, Andrew Jones, right, in the Atlanta? Yeah, he was the right fielder in – the 96 – I don't know if he was a starter. He may have been kind of a bench guy, but he was in the 96 series. He was in 96, for real? 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess he, he was. Uh, yeah, I guess he was. Yeah. Yeah, because he had dated big, big play that star- big play that started a rally in Game Four, the Larritz game. I think it was Jeter at the plate uh, hit a fly ball. Yes. And the umpire got in the way of Jermaine Die in foul territory. Right. Ended up right. falling in. Bobby yes. Cox flipped out, and the rest is history. Yeah, Bobby Cox was another good one. Wow, way, nice way to bring this full circle. Bobby Cox was great arguing. Is he? Isn't he get? Did he get tossed out the most of any manager in history? Uh. I, yeah, probably. I mean, he managed forever, so that would yeah, make true. sense. Yeah, I think most was... ejections is probably Bobby Cox. See, this would be a bar room argument that people, someone would be like, "Nah, I think it was Earl Weaver, dude." <laughs> I think it was Pinella, but I'm pretty sure it's Bobby Cox. Oh, Pinella had some good ones. That's, that's oh, a... if you're talking about just theater, Pinella was you know one of the best. Yeah, if you want to, don't watch the minor league ones. But if you ever go on a YouTube hole, we talk about YouTube holes. But if you ever go on a YouTube hole. Uh, yeah, just go down the manager injection ones, and you get some good ones. The Weaver one yeah. is great. But, yeah, right, Pinella is like – Bobby Cox is uh, the leader by a lot. By a lot. 162. <laughs> and what's second? John McGraw, 121. Wow. John McGraw. Leo DeRocher, 100. Only three guys with 100. Tony LaRusse at 90, if you could get a few more Leo rejections. He was like a hard-ass, that guy. He was an A. He was the A's manager, I believe, Leo DeRocher. Did he play for the Tigers? No, he was not an A's. Or was not he at play? all. He, so he's no, Tigers he manager. played uh, – No, as a manager, Brooklyn Dodgers, New York Shit. Giants, Chicago Cubs, Houston Astros, and then the uh, Taiheo Club Lions. So none of the teams I mentioned? Jesus. No, I who thought he, it was the A's. Nope. Who did he play for? Because he's a player too, right? Played for the Yankees in 1925 to, they, I don't know, a couple of years off. 28 and 29 with the Yankees. Reds from 30 to 33. Cardinals from 33 to 37. And then the Brooklyn Dodgers sporadically from 38 to 45. Jesus. Oh, want to take an over under on his home career home run total? Yeah, you're on the you're on the page, yeah. Jeez, uh, so he didn't play a lot. What position was he? Like a second baseman? Um, shortstop slash manager. I see up there. So shortstop, <laughs> batted right and threw right. Uh, not a lot of uh, twenty eight home runs. Under <laughs> twenty one home runs. Over. Ooh, a shot. You needled it. Just thread the needle. 25 home runs. Oh, uh, 24. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. It's close. No, it's no way we could do that twice in a row on the show and nail it. I mean, yeah, it's tough. That's it's tough to nail an exact, an exact uh, home run total. Yeah. Solid over under right there. Oh, yeah, way better than Cami over under. Yeah, I like this. is much more fun. This is much better. Far better. And it definitely fits Sunday Poor more than the Cameo stuff. All the Cameo oh, stuff. Yeah. Cameo stuff is, is fun for a few minutes, but. Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, what are you drinking this weekend? Let's make some, uh, I don't know, let's make some uh, plans. Do you, have, do you have any, like, actual plans this weekend? You don't have to get into it, but do you have any, any actual plans? I, uh, as of right now, I do not think so. 
All right. So what are you drinking this weekend? What are, we, what are you going to do? Are you mixing something up? Uh, over the summer, when it's hot out like this, my go-to is a margarita. Okay. All right. Uh, but uh, other than that, I had some rosé tonight. Oh, okay. I've acquired a taste for rosé. Okay. Um, but no, margarita and beer, I would say. That's, those, are my, those are my go-tos like when it's hot out. Budweiser. I have a Miller High Life in the fridge. A couple so, Miller High Lifes. I mean, I got to... When, when you say you've acquired a taste for rosé. Yeah. I, I got to be honest, it's a little bit out of character. And I like, I like, I like rosé. Yeah, but you see, you see what I'm, you know, what I'm coming, you know, see where I'm coming from, right? That it's out of character. Yeah, I don't, you don't seem like a rosé guy. Well, it's hot. It's hot in the summer, and I, I prefer red wine. Yeah, yeah. But well, it's fucking ninety degrees. I can't drink it red That's wine. Right. That's what I'm gonna do this weekend. I haven't done the peaches and the wine all summer. I think I said it in the spring. I haven't done it yet. So I'm going to go out and get some Carlo Rossi. I get some peaches. I'm going, to, I'm going to put them in a couple pint glasses in the fridge. And that's going to be what I'll drink this weekend. And you let it mar- marinate over, uh, overnight? Yeah, overnight. A couple hours. Doesn't matter. Let it get cold. That sounds like a good idea. Maybe I'll, yeah. maybe I'll do that. Yeah, that's the way to go. So peaches, wine, you put it in uh, pint glasses. I mean, you can put it in anything. You can put it in like a pitcher if you want, but I usually put it in a pint glass and just drink it right. Out, you know, either drink it right out of that or you know, pour it into something, eat the peaches out of there. I don't know. You can put it in anything. It's like sangria, and I would peel the peaches because then it soaks up the wine better. The skin kind of gets in the way. Oh, okay. A little tip there. All right. So peel the peaches. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll match you. All right. We'll do a little Clemenza. Doesn't he drink uh, wine and peaches? Uh, at the wedding. Uh, I don't think, I don't know if there's peaches. But it's, and Paulie, more wine. No, I think there's some peaches in there. Good. All right. The pitcher, right? Isn't it a pitcher? He's chugging something. Yeah. It's dulled down his shirt. Yeah. You should have known <laughs> right then and there that Clemenza wasn't going to turn on the Godfather. No. Right then and there. He's, he's into it. He's family at that point. He's drunk at the wedding. He's family. Testimony. Wasn't he supposed to, though? Wasn't he supposed to? Wasn't it the original plan to have Clemenza turn? I don't know. Tessio turned. I don't, I don't know. No, I'm saying in Godfather 2. Wasn't it supposed to be Clemenza instead of Pantangeli? Oh, yeah. Well, that's not, that's not Vito, though. It's Michael. It's different. Okay. Wait, okay. <laughs> Michael, well, Michael, when, when in the beginning of one, Vito, or Michael's not even part of the family. I mean, obviously he's a son, but he's not part of the family. Right, he's not part of that family. Right. And he was, okay. uh, and, and Clemenza grew up and was indebted to, I mean, he's, uh, he's what's his name in two? He's, um, Christ, I'm fucking terrible. Bruno name. Kirby. Thank you, Bruno Kirby in two. I mean, he grew up with them. He was indebted to them forever. Right, life, lifelong but, childhood but once, friend. But once Vito was gone and Michael took over and there's some disagreements there, he's not indebted to Michael. He doesn't owe Michael anything. Not in that world. Okay. 
All right, yeah, all right. It makes more sense then that Clemenza, Clemenza could have ratted. I mean, basically, Godfather 1 was Breaking Bad for Michael Corleone. Oh, the, absolutely. The original, Trans- transition, yeah. 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 The original Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, great. Uh, absolute great heel turn. Best re- heel turn in cinema history. Michael Corleone. Just remember, just remember at the wedding, he was he's talking to Kay. He's like, "Yo, Kay, yo." Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about Luca Brasi. Yo. <laughs> That's my family, Kay. It's not me. Not me. <laughs> I haven't watched those movies. We'll wrap it up in a minute because now I'm talking about when I last watched a movie. It's probably time to go. But uh, I haven't watched those movies start to finish in forever. Oh really? I watched Godfather One over the uh, winter. Like you put it on, like <clears throat> yeah, DVD. Oh, uh, putting the DVD in is. I love putting the DVD in so much better than I like putting in the, like the Netflix. The ritual of just like opening the thing, putting it in the, putting it in the player. Yeah. Getting the menu, that's so much better than going to Netflix and just like scrolling aimlessly. Yeah, it's very uh, like ceremonial. Yeah, there's no ceremony with Netflix. It's just it feels like a job to me. Well, you end up uh, browsing around Netflix or all these different you know streaming devices. It's it's work. It is work. It's just you're constantly looking for. But it was never work. Else. But it was never work wa- walking around Blockbuster. Or right. Video store. That was fun. Right. Because how the fuck long are you gonna stick around there? Like, all right, I gotta make a decision. Well, because you're not going to watch it right then and there. Like, you're sitting down. It's like, let's say I'm sitting down. It's like 9.30. I'm like, I got to pick a movie now because otherwise it's 9.30, 10.30. It can't be a three-hour movie either because then it's going to be midnight. Like, I can't do this. You're looking at the fucking clock. Like, if you go to to the store, all right, this is for Friday night, Saturday night. We're going to get a movie, rent it, watch it, you know, and that's it. You got That's your plans for later tonight. No right. That's why I that's why I try and like set aside like if I have something on the DVR, if I have something taping, or if I just find something that's on demand, I'm like, all right, that looks good. I'm gonna go watch that on Friday night. Saturday you decide night. ahead of time. That's smart. And I and I go right to it. I don't start browsing. Yeah. I start browsing. You end up all over the place. I don't do the browsing like that until I've done like my browsing on regular TV. And then well, I'm yeah, like, you gotta ah, like, there's nothing on. Like, I, I go on Netflix, and then you're stuck. Like, I was hoping to pop into a movie, like, maybe halfway in or a little less than halfway in. Just watch from there. Now I got to pick something from the start. It's tough. Yep. These are hard problems we have, man. You wanted to parachute into a movie. I hear you. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Nice, nice, clear landing. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for Sunday Poor for the week. What do you think, Ant? I think that will do it. Thank you, everybody, for spending the time with us. As always, we will talk to you next week. Enjoy your fucking weekends, Ant. Yep, thanks for listening, everybody. Enjoy your weekend, and we will talk to you next week. You have to ask yourself, is this the real Jameson tie-on? <sighs> um, maybe the answer is a tough team. West Coast trip. 
Stake too much of a stake, stake the big lead, got a little comfortable. Yeah, a lot of walks, though. I can understand you're pitching to the scoreboard. You start getting hit around a little bit, but three walks in the inning. Yeah. Uh, Albert Abreu warming. In the fourth. Yeah, it's, that's something you really have to you'll monitor. You can't make the call here. You got to keep an eye on it, though. And, you know, like I said, the A's are a tough team. You're going to, like, check off certain – I mean, I know it's, like, mostly the Orioles and and Blue Jays for the next month, but you're checking off certain games that are tougher than others. Like, okay, this is where we're kind of – No, be- yeah, like, I'll feel better when they're done with this seven-game road trip. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying, though. Get a, you, you know, you're looking for something out of guys on a West Coast trip, and this is not it. Especially when you're staked six nothing lead. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's see though. Oh, and two count to Elvis Andrews. Yes. A nine hitter, bases loaded. I would say this might be Jamison's last hitter. Either way, maybe they let him start the fifth. I don't know. He's Got laboring. Uh, 77 pitches. I'd let him start. Well, let's see. Let's, let's, let's see him get this. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not. Oh, no. Well, no, get him out of there. <laughs> no, it's probably his last Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. We ruined the Curry's marriage. And I'm fucking calling him I'm calling him for the bullpen and you know in the sixth inning. O2 pitch. Oh. Not a great O2 pitch. No. God damn it all. Wow. And that'll uh, – I don't know. If, oh, yeah, that was – I was going to say that's not Boone, but Boone is uh, in the showers, and that'll be it for Tyon. What a terrible 0-2 pitch. There's nothing that drives me more mad than a terrible 0-2 pitch. Oh, yeah, meatball. Yeah, I used to – I liked, like uh, – what's his name? Eel? He would uh, he would go at guys, but not, like, serve up to him 0-2. He was a guy who was like he was aggressive, but he wasn't like wasting pitches a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he wouldn't throw like an O two slider like way outside or something. You know, he would look for that strikeout O two. But that was just that was right down the middle. Yeah, that was just yeah on a on a T. Uh, yeah. Well, five game lead on the A's in the loss column. In terms of the wild card, a split is probably fine. If you have your eyes in the division, a split is probably yeah, you not gotta, acceptable. You got to take three, at least. I mean, you got to win every game. But they've been doing that. You can't win every game. No, nah, yeah, you're gonna lose some games. Yeah, I, yeah, I have nothing to add for the Yanks. Um, no, I mean, yeah, eleven game winning streak. Uh, yeah, we kind of touched on it mostly. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna win this game. Hopefully, twelve, but it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a grind the rest of the way. Albert Abreu, I'm sure you'll see uh, Johnny Lasagna at some point. But uh, yeah, if they want to win. They're gonna piece it together with those. It's guys. a big yeah, big West Coast trip. Big West Coast trip. You got to uh, you got to keep it going. You can't fall apart on the, out, out west. You can't let Oakland off the map. That's what I'll say. Because Oakland's been struggling. You have a five-game loss column lead on them. 
if they take three or four from you or, dare I say, sweep, you give them a whole new life. Oh, yeah, momentum for the month. Yes, you got to put your foot on their throat. And honestly, a split is probably fine, but it's not good in terms of the division. No, but you know what? We kind of talked about this in our in our season preview, but that's part of the thing is that killer instinct that this team needs. And this is where you have to find that killer instinct. You cannot Yeah. You cannot like be feeling good and skipping around because you're on a eleven game win streak. You have to keep it going and you have to come and say, This is a team that we need to destroy. We need to just take their souls, ruin their spirit, and leave them for dead. We cannot go in there and give them any sort of life. So you gotta to me you gotta win the series at the very least. Splitting Splitting is uh, blue balls to me. Yeah, but when you have the lead, though, it's it's not the worst thing. No, no, it'll it'll suffice. It's just not what I'm looking for from a championship team. If you want to be a championship team, yeah, you have to have killer instincts. Oh, look right now, looking at James and Tyone on the bench, that does not look like a killer to me. No, it'll, it'll be a big bounce-back start for him on uh, Tuesday night. And I guess Kluber's pitching Monday, I just saw. Yeah, he's back, yep, yep. So who's getting uh, – who's being taken out of the rotation? Uh, Man, I hope it's not Nestor, but is it going to be Nestor? Nestor's pitching Saturday. I can be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you. I think I'd rather have Nestor pitch the playoff game than Montgomery. The way they're yeah. going at this point. With Nestor, they'd have a short leash, though. They'd probably only let him pitch like one time through the lineup. I don't trust Montgomery. I don't know. I want to, but I don't. Yeah, I strangely trust him. It, it, uh, he he definitely tests my. Uh, trust at times i think it just goes back to you've always kind of liked them so you want to you have faith and you want to believe in them also game four last year against tampa you showed me something okay but yeah he's a back of the he's a back of the rotation guy i'm not married to him if if there's better options then montgomery's not going to pitch yeah i i I would also worry about um falling in love with albert abreu but obviously, it's the fourth inning, so what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. There has been a little bit of a love affair with Albert Abreu that. I mean, he's pitched well. Well. I mean, also, you have, like, Jolie Rodriguez that you can go to at this point. Who would you rather, you know, like, who would you rather go to? I think they're just trying to get this game to, like, the sixth inning so they can go to Loisaga. That's not going to do it. All right. So he only has to face two more batters. That's the good news. <laughs> I mean, how many how many fucking walks in one inning? That's Let's see. Worse. One, two, three, four. That's the fourth walk of the inning. That's not a good inning. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Stake you to a six nothing lead. Not not what you're looking for. No, like right now, if it's a momentum thing, this is all A's because it's just kind of 
getting it to six five, bases loaded, even if they even if they got the inning, it's all A's. Oh yeah, it's a fifty fifty game going forward. You gotta jump on him again. I have no faith in Albert Abreu retiring Starling Marte. I'll tell you that. I mean he's throwing one strike. That's two strikes. He's averaging one strike per batter. Fucking West Coast game, six five. <laughs> Jesus, did you catch any of uh, the Ugh. Dodgers and I didn't? I did not. But did you catch any of the Dodgers and Padres last night? No, or uh, I mean, I caught the beginning of it, but like nowhere near. Maybe like first couple innings on MLB Network, but not any of the. Actually, uh, what did it go? Sixteen innings. Yeah, as long as I think it was sixteen. The longest, oh, excuse me, longest game since 2000, uh, 2016, maybe? Wow. 2019? I don't know. Great pitch by Albert Abreu. <laughs> Onions. Onions. Uh, no, but the, the Padres might be fucking dead. And they might have to get rid of Jace Tingler. <laughs> yeah, I'm they the, are. You heard it here first. Chase Tangler might have to go. I'm, I hope the Reds make it over him, so whatever. Chase uh, Tangler. It's uh yeah. I mean they already they already scapegoated Larry Rothschild out there. Well, Larry Rothschild's terrible, so I can't blame him there. Uh you know who disagree with you is uh John Sterling. He just totally disagree who totally disagree with you. Oh, please. Larry Rothschild's a fucking devil ray. <laughs> through and through. Inaugural Devil Rays manager. He's got that stench following around his whole career. I couldn't stand looking at Larry Rothschild. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't very successful with uh, the Yanks. I don't know why. Uh... He, he exhibited the same amount of like confidence that you just saw out of Jamison Tyon on the bench. <laughs> yeah, the same look. It's the same. He, he was the, he's, he's the guy that has the as the chalk outlined around him on uh, SVU. Yeah. That's Larry. Yeah, like, just he had like the walking. Eli Manning face for pitching coaches. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good <laughs> thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, oh, God, who I got to put in? Brian Mitchell again. I got to go talk to this fucking guy. <laughs> and then I'm going to get blamed when he gives up a three-run homer. <laughs> he did have that walk to the mound where you just like head, head down, just you know, like one arm slouched to the other side, just limping out there like he just got shot in his ass. Yeah. Like he's some, like, blue-collar guy that just got home after working a double or something. Yeah, no. no he's just going out. That's just a guy who's just beating up over, I don't know, bad pitching staffs. Yeah. Right. And with that said, I, I do think he was awful, though. Sorry, John. We'll, we'll have to discuss that when we have him on. <laughs> a great debate. Explain your explain your Larry Rothschild's fandom. Oh, there's the longest game under the new rules. I mean, under, I assumed it had to be. Much like well, yeah, it's under the year. But like much like uh much like you called the the uh Jermaine Die Harley and called the 
talk of the Padres and yeah, Dodgers, I guess. So, all right, let's see what Rizzo does here. He's been struggling since he came back. They had a ribby double tonight, though. Surprised they're not DHing. Boy, I guess they want to keep staying out of the outfield in Oakland, maybe. I think he'll be back tomorrow. I heard him on Boy? the uh, staying in the outfield. I think. I think it's gonna. Be, I think it's just a, one of those things they're doing. I think they decided to. Stay. Yeah, so Voight will be DHing, but yeah, he's a lefty on the mound. Manaya, so Voight will definitely be in there yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, I think it was just a matchup uh, decision. Yeah, both Rizzo and Gallo had have had hits, had big hits tonight, but uh, both have been struggling. Yeah. Rizzo is, working that count. I gotta say, man, you talk about like the trades the Cubs made. Chris Bryant, we've said this looks looks like a giant. Oh, it looks just like a giant. Javi Baez looks like a Met. Ran a central casting. Rizzo looks like a Cub to me still. Like, I love the guy. Well, not, uh, I mean, fucking popping up on a 3-0 count. On 3-0. Wow. Love, that love is tested. But he looks like a Cub to me. No, I said it was. he's one of the only guys in the sport that looked weird in a different uniform. Yeah. Yeah, the more that I uh, watch him, the, the, I figured I'd get used to it at some point, but. I'm not quite there yet. Maybe I won't. Maybe I won't get there. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, you also probably assumed he was never leaving the Cubs. Yeah, yeah. I thought he'd be the only guy that they kept. I think I thought Brian had a chance to, but nah. Brian just seemed like I don't know. There was rumblings about him for years. I mean, you can't go. You can't go down one, two, three in this inning. Definitely not when this guy hasn't thrown a strike. He's thrown one strike in the inning. Yeah. Well, as a swing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready to call it a strike. Until I see a replay. So here's Judge with the two zero count. Steps up to the plate after. Uh, Tyone gave five of the runs back. Here's Caprillion, wind up in the pitch. That's a strike on the mm. outside. Is breaking ball on the hits the lower Off outside speed. corner. Speed. The game has changed. That was an automatic 2-0 fastball back in the day. Yeah, that's a fastball count. Uh, in many eras past, but baseball 2021, Susan. Oh, that's like his favorite line. Every every time I listen to him in the first inning. In the first inning. And we just plays the hits, man. And it's like, oh, here's uh you know, whoever batting two twenty. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's the number two hitter batting two twenty. Well, that's baseball in twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, he loves it. Every every game. So Caprillion wind up and pitch for the three one. Breaking ball sweeping across swung yeah. missed by judge. Some would have said that would be ball four, but that's just me. Some would say, oh, yeah, 
I mean, that was definitely ball four. Yeah, I'm not I'm three one. Like, why are you swinging on that? He just threw you a two old breaking ball. Why? I guess this is a bad guess. I mean, you go back to the breaking ball. Why would they? Yeah, that's exactly what he did. I think Steve Cohen regrets getting Twitter. I don't think he's just, so. I think he's he's just in too deep now. Oh, I don't think he. I think he likes it. He seems like a loser. Yeah, you, know who's, you know who's a bunch of fucking frauds with the Phillies? They just <laughs> lost another game to the Diamondbacks. They've lost four games to the Diamondbacks in the last week. Oh. Can't do that. Can't lose the D-backs. At home? Or frauds. Or the NAZ? Last week they got swept in Arizona. Tonight was in Philly. Oh, you can't lose at home to the Diamondbacks. That's even worse. Terrible. Atrocious. The only difference between the Phillies and Mets is two hours, man. The same fucking team. Frauds. The Mets might be a little worse because the Phillies did sweep them, but not good. I mean, this guy's falling behind every hitter. Somehow he's got two outs. Well, 3 0 pop up and swinging at terrible pitches. That'll do it. You help, you're Some players got a bullshit strike zone too. You're helping him out. He's got all the help he needs. Right now, you like Caprillion, get a little bit of his mojo back. Yeah, got a little swagger. Probably his last inning. Might be his last hit. I don't know. Stand on deck. I don't know if they'll let him play stand again. They haven't shown the bullpen. Stan is susceptible to that outside breaking pitch, so. True. Does Gallo take a 3-1? Everyone swings 3-1 nowadays. Oh, that oh that's bullshit. a ball. That's been a ball game, Blue. That has been a ball game. I could hear Michael oh. K complaining. Oh, it's so low. I think this umpire is holding a grudge right now. Against Aaron Boone. I think he's being very petty. Could be. Squeezing Tyone and giving Caprillion calls like that. Nobody's, nobody's there to argue with. Oh, man, that's a pitch. I thought he was going to crush that pitch. Fuck you, Caprillion. Crap million. Oh, man. All right. Well, let me get this out. All right. All right, that'll do it. Yeah, I'll talk to you later, bud. All right. Later. Bye.